last time on Dice Heist. Dirk realizes that the consequences of his prank will be too dire and thinks better of it. As dinner wraps up, Broden invites the gang to enjoy drinks in the lounge with him and sends Dick and Rick back to his room. Dirk, wanting to follow the two brutes and to go check up on other things, rudely heads off with another excuse of digestive issue. Bertram and Adam enjoy a conversation with Broden as he tells them of his exploits. Dirk follows Dick and Rick back to Broden's room and watches them go in without any deviation. Dirk heads to the cockpit to discuss the ongoing investigation with Zaza, the security officer. Once in her office, they discuss that Broden is Dirk's prime suspect. However, the halflings seem suspicious as well. After his check-in, Dirk heads back to the lounge to find Bertram in the midst of trying to make up for his insult to the bartender. After making amends with Broden for his rude behavior, Dirk and Broden go back and forth with some catty conversation. After a short while, there is a blood-curdling scream heard throughout the ship. As quickly as they can, the gang runs towards the sound, but has a brief moment of panic when they realize it came from outside their room. When they arrive, Naya is on the floor crying in Zaza's arms with two guards down the hall. As Dirk glimpses into the room, he sees the real Sir Frederick Wellesley's body, along with his company members, dead on their beds. Zaza, seeing these doppelgangers, asks a telling question that in their haste, Bertram gives the wrong answer to, resulting in the order for their arrest. Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Bronson. I'm playing our rogue wizard. Nick, how about you? Yeah, his character is Adam Vaduva. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm playing uh, Dirk Vilgoth, the human arcane trickster. Over to you, Aaron. I'm Aaron. I'll be playing Bertram Dirgestride, our uh, resident bard. And over to you, DM. I am Raceland. I'm currently recovering from that straight savagery from Nick to Ed Bronson there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. So we're moving into episode eight of Dice Heist. Uh last time we left our friends in a bit of a pickle again. This is two episodes in a row where we ended it just shit hitting the literal fan again. And we found Dirk's uh, doppelganger's body in his bed, apparently dead for a couple days, and what you assume to be his compatriots, also dead. However, it's also been made apparent that the security officer now knows that you aren't who you say you are, Sir Frederick Wellesley. We left you guys kind of in a very precarious situation as you were being told you were going to be captured. And I think no matter what you guys are going to do, I think we need to roll for initiative to see what happens first. All right. Fair. Ah, <laughs> uh, so unfair. <laughs> Thanks, Chance. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> What'd you guys get? Uh, um... I got a natural 20 for 24, and I'm oh terrified God, about great. it. <laughs> I, got, I got a I got a CX. You got a six plus, or was no, that was no. that the total? That 
I rolled a two. I have a plus oh. order initiative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. I rolled three, and I get to add two for a total of five. <laughs> okay, then. So for those who think that my dice rolls aren't legit, no, I, I do roll these dice right. It's just yeah. a lot of 20s this time, but it's a two. You're pretty bad at combat, though, it seems like. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta break out your combat <laughs> dice one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So down the hall you have the two guards, uh, or the Dragonborn security, staring you guys down. And they seem to be almost all but frozen, thankfully. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Just really, really low initiative rolls, or? Yeah, pretty bad. Hmm. But is it worse than five? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What is a four worse <laughs> than five? <laughs> well, who's going first? Who's doing shit first? So the first one up is obviously Bertrand mm-hmm. with that Nats one. That's oh, so terrifying. Um, Bertram's just going to uh, kind of like put his hands up and try to like start to back away. I'm just going to create space. <laughs> No, really, truly, we have not killed anyone. We're not the beasts or whatever she said. I'm just backing away, and I want to give, uh, uh, I want to give Dirk Bardic inspiration. Okay. Um, and I guess I'll just take the dodge action as I back away and make space. Okay. That's it for me. So you take the dodge action I'm, and... I'm trying to remember which boot my dagger's in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not doing a great job there. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next up is Dirk. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, damn, okay. I, I'll let you know a secret. I rolled two nat one. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's a big bummer. So Just a little bit. In, in a in a similar fashion to uh, Bertram, Dirk's gonna kind of just throw his hands up in like a almost a, a surrendering type fashion, mm-hmm. and and he'll say to them, "Okay, you got us. I'm not actually Sir Frederick Wellesley, but I didn't. We didn't kill anyone. Okay, we just wanted to get on the ship. I promise that we we're not here to kill anyone. Why why would an assassin leave bot?" bodies of their uh, doppelgangers in, in their room. And then he'll uh, take the dodge action as well. Okay. And um, Dodge. Yeah, and, and he'll just kind of like back up with uh, Bertram. Okay, yes, yeah, so you're standing next to Bertram. Next up, we have Zaza. She is going to look at you and still just is a little bit confused by what's going on. Take confusion over rage. <laughs> if this is true, you need to. You still need to come with us. Why? We can't trust you. You're, you're liars. And she has her pistol out, pointing it down towards you. And I have no idea what that is. Right? Yeah, you you just see this metal contraption, and she is menacingly pointing it at you. And she just. Yeah, you're not sure what's going on here, but she is She is just... Don't move, or I will be forced to shoot. Okay. That mental stick seems dangerous. <laughs> Adam, you're up. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Adam's going to hold his action if she fires that at any of the three of us. I'd like to cast Ray of Frost on her. Okay. So you have an action prepared. I would like to warn you that when preparing an action that is a spell, you kind of have to literally cast it ahead of time and you hold it. Which that would show aggression. It literally takes concentration to do so, even if it's just a cantrip. So you would literally be holding this ice ball in your hand going like, yo, we're not going to attack you. Is that something you still want to do with that knowledge? Yeah, I suppose not. Um, 
The other option yeah. is you could make a sleight of hand check to try and hide said action. No, I thought I thought Ray of Frost was just verbal, but it is semantic shit too. So, fuck. Um, do 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 do. It's always the dodge action. Yeah, that's been, Yeah, that's basically what I'm boiling down to. Okay. I'm just gonna. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, that's basically the same thing. Like, if if we take the dodge action, we're literally getting into a stance. We're like ready to fucking leap out of the way of whatever the hell is gonna. Yeah. You're right. Happen. Uh, but it's less aggressive than pointing something at them. So. Right. Now he's he's walking away. He's gonna try to turn the nearest corner. And he's gonna run. Uh, well, let me ask you this: how <laughs> how 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 close is the nearest is the nearest uh, hallway to me that runs perpendicular to the one we're in? Uh, yeah, you go back about ten feet. There's a hallway. Perfect. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll I'll turn the corner and take off. I'll be actually, in that case, I'll be taking the dash action. I'm out of here. Okay, so are you still taking a dodge action? No. But okay, I am then. dashing. What is your armor class? <gasps> she can shoot me as a reaction. Fuck. Yeah, because she was preparing her, act- her reaction to shoot, if any of you didn't. All right. So what was your AC again? 13. Pew. 13, okay. Oh my god, it's worse than mine. Oh, damn. <laughs> that hits. Oh no. Now you know why we hide. Yep. Oh, ouch. Uh, Adam, you just take 14 points as oh. you oh, all ow. see this little metal ball come screaming down the hall at Adam and strikes him in the back of his leg. And it just Holy drives shit. directly into the meat of your leg. You have this fiery burning pain just itching in your leg right now as you're trying to hobble away. <laughs> How many points was that? 14 points 14? of damage. Gotcha. Is that like uh, piercing, bludgeoning? Piercing. Piercing? All right. Yep. Okay. I'm still I'm still out of here as best as best as I can. He's still running? Um, yep. But while I'm running, I'd like to make sure that I cover the wound as best I can as to not leave a trail of blood. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, as you turn the corner, you hear a bang-bang again after you, uh, but you are out of the range of it, and they strike the wall. Great. <laughs> it could have been death. Yeah. could have been death, yes. <laughs> the- <laughs> seven points away from death. All right. <laughs> that's, that's it for me, though. Yeah. yeah, that's it for you. So then we are finally to the two guards that were standing at the end of the hall. And they rush up, also with their pistols pointed, and they move directly in front of Dirk and Bertram. They hold their pistols that look almost identical to the one that Zaza just shot uh, in your face. Like, right in your fucking face. I can't hear anything right now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. My ears are ringing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. And we're back up to Bertram. Are they trying to touch me? What are they doing? They're oh, no, they're standing just, in front of They're just standing there, and uh, they tell you to get down on your knees. Oh, no. And surrender. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been thinking this know. whole time. <laughs> is, is Dirk able to say anything? Anything like in like I just don't know what to do since Adam started running. Yeah, yeah, you can say something. My one friend is like, book it. The other one's like, let's just talk to him. (laughs) I'm just like, no. So, (laughs) so, so Dirk's gonna say to them, the gig's up, guys. You got, we gotta surrender or they'll fucking kill us. All right, Bertram, what are you doing? Are you getting down on the? Are you are you uh, surrendering? Are you running? Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get down on my knees because that's not Bertram, but he will just like <laughs> surrender himself to the guy in front of him. Oh, oh, all right then. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, not that hard. Please. And I'll just be like, I won't fight you. Why can't I hear anything? 
<laughs> That'll be my turn. Oh, yeah, that, that's yeah. a good thing. That's a good point. Would they have even been able to hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll say that you did. It's just your ring, your ears are ringing a little bit right now. It was a very loud shot in a closed space, so. Right. All right. Uh, next up, we have Dirk. Okay. Uh, yeah, since Dirk has no death wish at the moment, and he's calculated that they would need to be very skilled to survive this encounter if they don't surrender, he's just gonna cooperate and just and just be like, "Look, we're we're not here to to cause trouble or kill anyone. We promise. We we're we're just trying to get a ride to Agelfia." We're, we're, we're sorry. He'll act as though, you know, he's just giving up completely and just going okay. along with them, like he's scared. But yeah, he's he's not he's not super scared, but he he's calculated the risks to know that the the gig's up. Okay, uh, I need you to make a perception check for me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to see shit. Uh, six. Six. Okay. Yep. You don't notice anything. You love that answer. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Nothing happens, but something happens that you don't know about. Yay. <laughs> um, that would be it for your turn. You're kind of surrendering. I'm assuming you get down on your knees as directed. Yeah, yeah sure. You don't have to. Just... No, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll cooperate so I don't get a bullet in my face. Okay, that sounds good. I mean, it's probably the wise decision. So you kneel down, and next up is Zaza, and she marches forward, and she uh, she kind of waves her pistol back and forth between you guys, says, don't move. My boys are going to strap you in irons, and we'll drag you down to the holding cells from there where we can talk. Some more. I am happy to walk. There's no need to drag anything. Uh, she kind of glares at you. You will shut up, or you will be dragged. <clears throat> Dirk Dur- will just be like, "We'll we'll cooperate. We'll cooperate. We don't mean any harm." And after that, she motions to her two guards, and they walk around and they they strap you in irons. Uh, Adam, however. We'll hop back to you real quick. <laughs> You're charging down the hall, and you nearly run over uh, the man you were just having a conversation with, Broden, as he is walking down towards the commotion as well. Who was he was trying to keep up with you, but definitely lost you quite a ways back. Oh, Broden was trying to keep up with me. Yeah, he was trying to keep up with all of you because, like, remember you guys oh, all I see, I see. ran yeah, towards yeah. the commotion. He followed after, and now when you turn back. You run into him. Uh, I'm just going to look at him with panicked eyes and and say, run. (laughs) Just keep running. Why are we running? running. (laughs) Where are we running to? He doesn't, Adam doesn't say anything else. He's going to leave the rest up to Broden's imagination. <laughs> okay. Okay, so what, is, what does Adam do? Do you still run? No, oh, yeah, Adam Adam's taken off past, past Broden. He's, so he's Broden grabs your shirt as you run past and kind of stops you for a moment. He's like, quickly, just follow me. We'll go back to my room, okay? And he says, just don't run. God, so suspicious. And he starts jo- uh, just like casually strolling. You know, he's he's kind of like listing a little to the left too while he does so. Adam's gonna show him his bloody hand that he's been using to put pressure on his wounds, and then and then say again. Oh run. God! Never mind. Run! 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 <laughs> oh, no. So yeah, he leads you off down towards his room, kind of charging down. Uh, you don't run into anyone, and he opens the door, and you slip in in the dark. He closes the door behind him, and we hop back to you two, who have been dragged back to the barracks, where you just recently had a conversation with Zaza Dirt. And she sits you down in the same chairs that you had stayed in 
only they have now frisked you. And I need you to both make sleight of hand checks to see how well you hid your weapons on you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Incriminating evidence. Right, right. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Nine. Ooh. Slight <clears throat> uh, of hand. Uh, 21. Okay. So, they find Bertram's knife on him. However, Dirk's has still remained hidden. You uh, you put it perfectly in, like, the lining of your boot. So even if you, like, take off your boot, you really can't tell that it's still there. It just weighs slightly differently. It's a very small dagger. But, yeah, they were unable to find your dagger. Bertram, however, they do find his dagger. And you guys have your arms chained behind your backs. And Zaza sits down in the chair opposite you and then motions to her guards. Go find him wherever that idiot went. There's probably a literal trail of blood back to him, so, you know, just follow it. You'll find him probably on the ground dead somewhere. Don't kill him, please. It would be appreciated. She just glares at you as you say he that. He just doesn't have the nerves for this stuff. He just reacted and panicked. We're, we're sorry. He, he just cracks under pressure. I'm sorry. He doesn't have the nerves for what, exactly? Interacting with people firing weapons at him? Metal sticks that make loud noises? I thought you meant the business of where you impersonate someone from a high-class city on a high-class airship where you were never invited. Oh, Or is that not what business we're talking about right now? Well... Yes, you're you're correct. We we impersonated Sir Frederick Wellesley and company, but we had no idea that he was dead or that somebody was here to kill. We have we um we did plan on helping you find whatever assassin was here cuz we genuinely cared and didn't want anything to happen but uh we we're, we're we're sorry we we've always wanted to go to Agelfia and we had a friend that could make an ID for us and we I was mistaken for him already so we just kind of saw it as an opportunity and we, we are scoundrels for taking this and deceiving you all but we truly don't have any ill will towards anyone and we are not the assassins and I fear that since you're focusing on us right now that the assassin is making his move right now okay so she looks down at her desk this right here this identification token this is the one you're talking about this is a fake you say I assume they frisked it off of Dirk and yeah, have yeah, it. they frisk yeah. it off of Dirk and it's it's sitting on the desk. Yeah, that's the one. We didn't find one on Sir Frederick Wellesley's actual body. Quite suspicious, if you ask me. You may not have been the ones who are assassinating, but you cannot prove that you aren't the ones who killed him. I feel like there's something deeper here. Well, if... Say we did kill him to impersonate him, why in high heavens would we bring his body onto the ship and leave his body in the room? His body looked like he was decomposed for at least a few days, did it not? That would mean we would have to sneak his body on here and put it in our own room. Why would we do that? I don't think you did. I think someone caught you and is trying to send you a message. I think somebody was, saw the opportunity that we were impersonating him and meant to frame us to distract you. How do we know that there even is an assassination on this, bo- this ship? You were the one who told us about it. What evidence do you have to support this assassination you claim is going to happen about, aboard this ship? 
Or was that just a distraction so you could sneak aboard and enjoy a luxury cruise after murdering a hero of the city of Agelfia? And as she says this, she stands up, and her pistol is on the desk, but her hand inches closer to it as she says that. Well, first off, I'll admit, we do not have the skills to even kill Sir Frederick Wellesley. I I know enough about him that he would wipe the floor with us any day. Uh, now, the Based on his garb we- and the lack of defensive wounds, it appears him and his companions were killed in his sleep. Anyone well, don't- is capable of that. Any psychopath, of course, is capable of that. Understood. The reason we knew that there was an assassin on board is because we did indeed hear some goons that work for the crime lord Gandon in Vago. We heard them talking about the would-be assassin on the ship. And so we figured we would help you avoid a catastrophe by telling you what, what we found while also getting a free ride to the city that we want to go to so bad. I'm sorry that this all is so suspicious and that it all makes us look so terrible, but I promise you we we have no ill will. The thing is, is that we have told you all our evidence so far when we boarded the ship. None of that has changed, and that to you at the time was credible enough to enlist our help in avoiding an assassination. All that evidence is still true. Unfortunately, it's just your trust in us that has been shaken. Understandably so. But we are not the threat here. Rule breakers, advantage seekers, opportunists. Sure. We, but we have not engaged in killing Sir Frederick Wellesley in his sleep or otherwise, I don't think I could even imagine where to begin in such a feat. Okay. So now you guys have said your part, and you've done your best to convince Zaza that you are all only here in good intention, and someone is trying to frame you, and trying to deceive the rest of the ship on what is happening. I am going to roll an insight check. If her insight check is below a 17, she will think you're lying and just will not trust you. And this will not go well. If I roll above that, she may at least in some part believe what you're saying. But because of the lies upon lies that she's been told so far, she is more inclined to not trust you right now. So I'm going to roll this insight check to see if she can just intuit what she should do from here on out. Okay? Okay. So I rolled an 8 plus 10. <laughs> oh. Oh, plus 10. <laughs> yep. Well, shit. So she has a very high insight and that's good. Catches on to the fact that you Maybe weren't telling the truth before, but she believes that you may have good intentions. I can't trust you. I need to keep you locked up, and we need to find your friend. I, would, I wouldn't expect anything else. But when someone else turns up dead on the ship, you'll know it's not us. And we'll do our best not to say we told you so. Why did you think it was Brody? What made you think that he was going to be the assassin? I'm not sh- I'm not as convinced that it is him, but he is outwardly suspicious, and that's perhaps why I don't suspect him. He's too eye-catching for someone looking for someone doing shady dealings or being an assassin feel our assassin would be of a higher echelon but he did say himself that he has a past with Gandon. that is true 
And from what we've heard, Gandon was the one who hired this assassin. So you don't think that this associate of Gandon is the hired assassin we're worried about? I think it's too obvious. Maybe, but it's still the best lead right now. It cannot be ignored. That is true. That's fair. Isn't this some good quality music? This is Nature Claimed Ruins, Hallowed Grounds by Mark Colette from BattleBards.com. That's where we get all our background music and sound effects for the show. What is BattleBards? BattleBards is the most premium audio library ever created for the tabletop gaming experience, along with tools built specifically to use the audio seamlessly in-game. Tailor-made background music inspired by fantasy races and locations, voiceover scripts written to bring life to everyday NPC interactions, and a colossal array of bone-crushing, spell-blasting sound effects. This is BattleBards. If you're looking to get the best value out of BattleBards.com, I would recommend giving BattleBards Prime subscription a try. With this monthly subscription, you can enjoy streaming access to all BattleBards content, access to all BattleBards tools, including their soundboard and mixer, the ability to upload and mix your own private audio library, and 20% off all purchases of sounds you wish to permanently add to your collection. I think this is enough for me. Go check it out for yourself and see what they have to offer. Now, let's get back to Dice Heist. Would you like our help in uh, getting our friend to stop leaving blood everywhere? No, my guards will have no trouble catching. They'll find him soon and bring him here. Alive, hopefully. For his hopefully. sake. Yes. I, uh, I understand you probably won't tell us, but the, the, the servant, she said something about beasts? Yes, she was referring to... The uh, the bodyguards, Dick and Rick, or one Dick of them rather. Dick and Rick. See, I thought they had something bad about them. I knew something was wrong. I told, I told you I suspected them. Well, what did she say exactly? Do you have a witness that it isn't us? No. All she said was when she went to go clean your room, she saw Dick or Rick, one of the two. She couldn't tell the difference. No one can walking down the hall away from the room. Well, then that, then that's it. Broden had his goons stash those bodies in our room, and he was in the lounge talking with us, and they, they did that as the distraction, and they framed us as the assassins while they can go do whatever. I'm telling you, you need to go stop him now. He's working now. All right, but you're coming with us. Okay. Could you're I staying in irons. I... Well, that answers that. Yep. She kind of smirks at that. <laughs> Sadistically a little bit. Could I have my... Um, toothpick back? Y- your toothpick? My... Never you mind. mean the weapon that you brought to a dinner that you were supposed to bring no weapons to that had royal and noble delegates at and I if you had been caught I remember dragonborn in, in full armor and weapons yes 
the nobility and royalty who get to do whatever the fuck they want. Little dock boys from the city of Vago don't get to do things like that. I hate the dock. I was never there. It's not a place I frequented. So. (laughs) 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 Okay. Keep it. Hang on to it for now. She'll hold on to it. And she also has a pack that has all of your weapons that they have assembled from your room. She has one of her guards kind of lead you in front of them as they head down the hall. Uh, we're going to jump back to Dirk, or I'm sorry, back to Adam, as it's been actually a decent amount of time since you guys were first initially captured, since they dragged you back, but there was actually a very decent waiting period where before you talked to her, as they needed to search the room and do other things first. So Adam, you get back to... Broden's room. And I'm going to actually ask that both Nick and Aaron unplug their headphones for me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, man. I don't want you guys to hear this because uh, oh, I think it'll be no. much more entertaining if you don't know what's happening when. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I guess just send us a message. When yeah, send us yeah. a message. When I'll send ready. you guys a message on, oh, no. on Google oh, when fuck. we're back together here. Uh, oh, no. Okay. This couldn't have been more beautiful. That's all I have to say. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) Hey, Adam. How's it going? Uh, Oh. Yep. (laughs) So, Broden, like I said, opens the door, and you enter into his room, and the room is dark initially. He flicks uh, the lights on with a wave of his hand. And sitting on the beds are two, his two goons, just kind of kicking back and forth uh, a ball between them. And as soon as they see Broden enter the room, they stand at attention and look at him and say, Welcome, sir. He says, oh, shut up. Go back to your games. Where did I put the bag of the, uh, the ointments and oils? Ah, shit, shit, shit. And he's like, over there, sir. And he goes over and gets it. Oh, shit, you left a trail of blood. They're going to find us. Then we don't have much time. Need to be quick. Aren't you magically inclined? Oh, never mind. And he reaches into (laughs) a back pocket and grabs out a wand and opens up the door and kind of does a flick and the blood in the hallway disappears. Closes the door behind. Anyways, here, take this. Let me let me look at this and he kind of looks at the wound and is, you know, he kind of digs it around in there and he actually uh, it's it's very painful. I need you to make a constitution check, please. I was going to say Adam Adam would try to like bat bat him away and just say give me Give me your ointments. I know what to do. Okay, fine, fine, fine. He, he hands you the small bag that has a, uh, a few ointments and stuff in it. And, yeah, there's plenty in there that you can take. Um, and you can bandage yourself up. Yeah, I just want to do, like, first aid. Yeah. Like you said, bandaging. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so you're able to regain... Uh, let's see. Uh, nine hit points from that. Altogether. Okay. Yep. That's actually really good. Yeah, there were some magical poultices in there that helped to alleviate the pain. Uh, but it, it does still feel very uncomfortable, um, as you can feel the projectile still in there. Uh, but Broden's like, so what happened? I heard a loud banging noise as I was coming down the hall just before you slammed into me. Now, I, 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 I have to ask the DM a question because I don't know if this is something that you slipped up on uh-huh. or, 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 or if the character slipped up on. Okay. But he said, we have to go before they find us. Or like, I know he mentioned something like that. Mm-hmm. Did that, was that on purpose? Uh, that was just, you were running from someone, seemingly. Okay. 
All right, all right. Okay, he inferred okay. based off of that. It was not gotcha. a okay, slip okay, up okay. by character intentionally. Okay. So. Someone on the ship is trying to kill people. They've already killed Sir Wesley. Wellesley. Sir Wellesley? Your friend? He's dead? He's dead. What, what about your other friend? He was so delightful. Uh, Bertram. Bertram was his name, right? Right. I don't... I think he's still alive. Oh, that's good. At least the fun one's still alive. But go, go on, please. Please explain. Uh, who... Who killed your friend? I didn't get a good look at them. I don't even know if what I saw was them. But someone slits his throat in his sleep. But he was just with us. I know. How, how did he have his throat slit in his sleep? Was that not him who was actually with us just now? I'm finding myself confused as you are. All right. Um, okay. Dick and Rick, I need you to go out and do some reconnaissance, find out what the fuck is going on. I No, this is not okay. And Dick and Rick, don't move. Do, okay, so... I'd like to run insight on both. Fuck! Why do why do I keep forgetting this dude's name? Starts with Broden. Broden, thank you. I'd it's like fine. to do. I'd like to run insight on Broden, but also on his two bodyguards and the CF. Yeah, CF you can just make there's... one check. Sure. To see, you know, how well you're perceiving the situation, not just individuals in it. That's a ten. It's a ten. Okay. Yeah. So not the best insight roll ever. Uh, yeah, you can just tell that. For some reason, his two goons are just not listening to him. And you can tell that Broden is getting increasingly frustrated at this time. I'm out of here. I need you to make, first before you do that, you need to make a perception check. Please be better. Oh, way better. Okay, that's 23. 23. You see a flash of something from behind Broden. And you hear a wet thump. As Broden stops moving. Like, and did he fall? No. He's still standing there in front of you, almost frozen. He lets out oh. a slight gasp. Okay. And you I see think. his eyes begin to bleed. And blood drips down from his ears. As he falls leave. down in front of you. I want to leave. I want to run. I need you to make. <laughs> okay. I need you to make. Oh, I'm trying to see how well you how well you will react to this. So I need you to make a <laughs> wisdom saving throw. Okay. To see if you can appropriately react quickly, because you're not used to situations like this as we established in the past. That's a saving throw, not a check. Saving throw, yes. How would a 15 uh, work out for me? A 15 isn't awful, but. You are still partially frozen for a moment. Okay. So I get to finish my monologue. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. So you see Broden's body drop before you. And standing before you is a darkly cloaked gnome. In their hands is a blade that is wickedly curved and from it, you see Broden's blood dripping. But there's something else on it, too. Looks greenish. From your perception check that was insane, you're able to determine that it's probably some sort of poison. Right. And they stand before you. And you hear a voice say to Dick and Rick, Boys... Don't let him get away. And now I need you to roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, that's not terrible. 17 for my initiative. Okay. That's pretty good. 
That's yeah. I thought it was gonna that's, be that's a pretty one. damn good, yeah. <laughs> and then it and then it barely went over to fifteen. Yeah, no, that's okay. fair. <laughs> and this was like a small cloaked figure. Yes. Like small small size, not not like man sized. No, no, this was definitely a small sized figure. Uh, they were completely hidden behind the uh, behind Broden. And you assume Broden is definitely dead now. Yeah. yeah. Blood from eyes usually is telling yeah. Of, yeah. of such a thing. <laughs> yep, yep, definitely telling. You you definitely think he is gone, so. All right. Adam, you actually get to act first. <laughs> Great. Uh, I would like to leave. <laughs> All right, area. so you're just going to leave the room. Sounds good. Uh, you go to open the door. The door is locked. Fudge. Sticks. Uh, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> You've right, only used your, you've only used a part of your movement to figure this out, though. So. Right. Uh, tell me if I can do this. I'll, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. You sure. tell me if and or how I can. I would like to use uh, cast ray of frost on like the lock of the door. Okay. Yeah. To you try can to do that. freeze the lock and then just fucking try to run through it <laughs> as yeah. hard as I can. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Uh, go ahead and roll. Um, go ahead and just roll damage for the Ray of Frost on okay. the lock. And that will take the action to cast it, obviously. Yep. Sick. Uh, and you're... D8, okay. I'm using uh, D&D Beyond. Do you know if there's like a manual roll? Oh, you know, I think I found it. Yep. Here it is. Yep, yep. Done found it. There you go. Yeah, it should just say where it, wherever the dice are. You can just hit it. Five points of cold damage. Okay, so you do five points of cold damage to the door, and the lock kind of freezes a little bit. But now you have to put your strength to the test. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and make a strength check. Because uh, you did five points of damage, I'm going to set the DC to 15. So. All right. Wow, and that one, great. That's my third okay. one of the day. So you slam into the door and actually take two points of damage. Wow. Uh, and you now are kind of uh, almost all but crumpled on the ground at the door, right? Right. Basically, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just probably hit it and bounced off. So you turn back in horror as the assassin moves on you. Okay. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Save. I can do that. Yep. That's, that's really good. That's 21. 21. Okay. So you keep your eyes open and notice this. The dagger in her hand seems to fall to the ground. And they disappear. The cloaked figure and Dick and Rick. Yes. Oh, I'm definitely out of here. If I if I can, <laughs> I can try to get the damn door open. I am I am trying. Adam is just he, he has he does not have the time to gather his thoughts appropriately right now, and flight or flight is kicking in. He wants to leave this. This scary situation. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to have to let the other guys know as they're going to hop back on right now. Okay. Hello, hello. Hello, guys. Oh. Hey, hey. <clears throat> so, uh, I had you guys roll for initiative uh, while yep. you guys were away. And Dirk and Bertram, you find yourselves approaching uh, Broden's room, actually. Okay. As they follow the trail this direction of blood, and they believe this is where he's holed up with Broden. Okay. Uh, you guys are pushed forward, and one of the guards opens the door. Or tries to open the door, at least. And it seems stuck. It even seems cold to the touch, they say. Okay. 
and uh, you you can act first if you'd like to, Dirk. Um, uh, I mean, I'm kind of playing a, a, a passive role here, and I don't want to, you know, do anything that'll get me in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I can't really do anything. I guess I'll. Okay. No, that's yeah, fine. I, I just wasn't sure if there was any skills you wanted to use real quick to assess the situation at all or what you wanted to do. So if you just uh, kind of want to wait to see what happens, that's fine too. Yeah. I, I Do I do I see blood uh, near the door? So that's actually the it? really interesting thing is you saw blood leading up down the hallway, but once you turned the corner, there was no more blood. As if it was like just gone. Uh you could make a check on that if you want, like a perception check to see. Okay, sure. Because it seemed kind of odd how the trail just ended there. Dude, it's a natural one. I, I don't, I don't get it at all. Yeah, you're just <laughs> like, did he just stop bleeding, or like he literally disappeared? Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like what I can do. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to yeah. be aggressive or anything. Um, I understand. I, I guess I'll just take the dodge action in case anything comes <laughs> out of there. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for them to freaking dodge. Yeah, break down the door. I I don't know. I okay, yeah. that's fine. So, uh, Bertram, you are up next. Uh, I'm just gonna call out. Adam, can can you open the door, please? We we should talk about everything. And immediately after you do that, Adam, you stand back up and you hear Bertram's voice and it reinvigorates you and you give the door one more try. This time it shatters the lock and you come tumbling out of the room. Okay. And you are on the ground. The guards look into the room. There he is. And sees Broden's dead body. What? With a wickedly curved knife. Laying on the ground. And as he looks in a little bit deeper, you see the two bodyguards. Dick and Rick's dead bodies. Laying in the beds. Wait, did I see those before? No, you didn't. You did not oh, notice fuck. them before. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Why? What? What the hells? Guards, get him. Adam, what just happened? I think it's one of the halflings. I think... I think someone... Or someone's... Is able to cloak themselves. Just that's all he'll get out. Okay, yeah, that's about all you can get out in your turn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, after that, it is um, it is the guard's turn to act, and they grab you. Yeah, Adam, just, are you going to resist them. at all? No. Okay, no. so they, they grab you, and they, sh- uh, they, uh, they slap you in irons, and it seems as if Zaza is done with all of your shit now. All of you. All that trust that you started building back up, she seems to just kind of like be fucking done with it right now. Look, I know this looks bad, but Adam isn't even capable of doing this. He, we saw somebody die one time and he straight up was throwing up because he hadn't even seen a dead body before. Look, he's, he's not capable of this. In the middle of you saying that, Her gun flashes out of her holster and points directly in your face, and she says, if you say one more word, I will blow your brains out. I am done hearing your lies. I'm taking you back to the holding cell before anyone else can die. And she holsters it and motions for her guards to take you away. So you were all unceremoniously dragged back to the, uh, they are being quite rough with you now. Uh, back to the barracks area where 
they put you in a very small cramped brig area where all three of you are together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Adam, they frisk you. In doing so, they take your gauntlet. Okay. Uh, And did you hide anything else on you? I don't believe so. I don't have anything, at least in my notes. Okay. That's fine. I I don't think you did either, so we'll just say that you didn't. Uh, So, yeah, they don't find anything else on you. And you three are left shackled in this cell. So just to make sure I know that this is correct, Dick and Rick and who else's body were in his room? Broden. (laughs) Okay. Cool, cool. And uh, if Adam would like to enlighten you two on what happened while he was away, he can. Are we are we all back at the yeah yeah we're yeah, all back you at the, all in the brig in together. the same in the same little cell yep. yep there is one guard standing uh, at attention there what race is that guard uh, you're assuming dragonborn but you okay. actually haven't seen any of their faces because of the sleek black uh, helm that they wear okay I mean does the helm look like it would fit. Dragonborn yeah. snout and shit. Yeah, yeah. You guys okay. have seen this. You're almost 100% sure that all of the guards are Dragonborn based okay. on the shape of their helms. Mm, but there's no way to absolutely know. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. Okay. All right, so what happened? Can you explain what, what the fuck? Why were you in a room with those three and why are they dead Adam are you the assassin (laughs) (laughs) Adam Adam does kind of uh, chuckle at that a little bit after after I ran I actually ended up running into Broden he was so you found him alive yes I I figured the best course of action be to try to use him as some sort of scapegoat so I convinced him to run away as I was when we ran back to his room he he was murdered he was stabbed by that blade you saw did you see who did it? yes and no a smaller figure appeared in the room with us how I I don't know. Either either they Sm- somehow teleported in or they had been there the whole time. Small as in halfling size? That'd be exactly why I said I thought it might be a halfling that had done it. I know that there's a group of them on board. <clears throat> if, if I recall, there was a, a small family, a... Uh, uh, I don't have my. What I, I'm guessing they would have taken my journal, or yes. w- or would they have left? Uh, it? They, they they took your journal and it is now sitting on a shelf off to the side. Can we see it from here? You can, yeah, you can see it. And what that guard's watching us? Yeah, he has his back to you though. <clears throat> I suspected mm. that halfling family might have had something to do with this. They. Their story did not seem very believable. <sighs> and of course, you know, the least expected, the the ones that look the most innocent are always the best at doing these sorts of things. <sighs> Damn. So I... now somebody's going to die again. Hopefully. And, well, see, here's the thing. If nobody else dies, we take the fall. Exactly. We have to hope for someone's death, as brave as it sounds. But if somebody else dies, especially if it's those dragonborn, then it could start a war. It, It may be the dragonborn for all we actually know. But you're... Yeah, I I agree. 
It is... And it's not much we can do from in here. And there's not much we can do to remove ourselves from here without just adding on more suspicion. Right, right. All right. Um, I still have Zed in the engine room. Um, and I'm... And he's saying this like very quietly to as to try to not let the guard know mm-hmm. what he's saying. Mm-hmm. That he has a uh, Zed still in the engine room, and okay. he'll use him to kind of like go through the the what you call it the vents to try to find whoever the hell is doing this, and then if he finds someone to make loud ass noises to kind of bring attention to it and then after the loud noise he'll pop out okay yeah so Zed is currently in the engine yeah hiding perched among the machinery right. and you look through Zed's eye kind of go glazed uh, get a glazed look back in your cell and you look down the gnomes aren't there oh shit uh, okay, Zed starts making the loudest noises that he can in the engine room, trying to get someone's attention to get it, to go in there. Yep. You start making a very loud noise. As you do so, you, you look over and you... Zed sees a strange dial. And there's, there's a little needle inside that just <laughs> seems to keep going and going towards oh, sh- the right. And... It hits this red section, and you hear this very loud squealing noise. And it just keeps going, and it's bouncing, and then a poof, a loud noise as there's this eruption of steam. And I need all of you in the ship to make a constitution, I'm sorry, to make a dexterity saving throw. Remember before when I'm, like, no longer in the ship, though? So... <laughs> so to, uh, to, to kind of backtrack a little bit so I did have Zed with the standing order to let me know if anything was happening in the engine room and he was in there the whole time would he have seen any of the stuff that went down and let me know about it so what you notice is you see normal activity you see all the gnomes go into the back room gnomes go into the back room yeah the gnomes that were manning the engines, they all individually walk back there. After things seem to have calmed down in the engine room. However, what you don't see is them come back. Which, in Zed's eyes, was normal because when you went through, looked through uh, Zed's eyes the first time and saw one of the gnomes go into the back room, you didn't react poorly to it. So Zed thought, this is normal, you know. All right. Um. But shit's bad is happening, and I yeah. think we're going to save. I'm sorry. Would you roll? Would you roll? Natural one for a six. Ooh! Ah! Uh, yikes! Okay, got it. And the other two, yeah. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. And a four. And a four. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you two, Bertram and Adam, smack your heads on the bars as the ship literally begins to drop. Uh, Dirk, you are able to steady yourself and grab onto something mm-hmm. as you pop back into your own body. Yep. But the ship seems to be dropping at an accelerated rate right, right now. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, what, what does the guard do when this happens? Uh, he goes flying up into the ceiling and smacks his head and is knocked out. Oh, shit. Okay. Enough fucking around. We gotta get out of here. The ship's going down. And we're gonna find out what happens next time on Dice Heist. I no no shit no, no. Yeah, I have written down in my journal that the engine room and the equipment therein was vital to the ship staying in the air. If yep. you can imagine. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. <laughs>
Thank you all for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. I can't tell you how much it means to have people actually listening to us just play D&D. It's really awesome, and I've done my best to put a lot of effort into the story, uh, but it's, it's just it's amazing to have people actually listening to it. Our next episode will be released on Sunday, May 2nd. I want to thank my three players, co-hosts, and partners, Aaron, Bronson, and Nick, for helping me bring this dream together. Like I said before, this has meant a lot to me, and uh, it, it's just been really great to have their, their assistance with this. I want to give a special thanks to Nick for letting us use his song, Something For Now, for our intro and outros. I'd also like to thank BattleBards.com for the help improving our show with the use of their music uh, for background and sound effects. I'd like to thank my wife, Erica, for her support and her wonderful work on our show notes. As I've mentioned before, I'm working on getting together a lot of fun gadgets for the gang to use in the city of Agelfia. And I think it'd be really cool if you as listeners were able to give us a little bit of input. So if you can, take a moment to think of some gadget. It can be something super simple. It can be something kind of wacky, something super helpful, whatever it is. Anything that you feel like is interesting and might add a little bit of flair to the story, let us know. You can send us a message on Twitter at dice underscore heist, or you can send us a message through Facebook at our Dice Heist Podcast Facebook page. Uh, feel free to reach us out to us via email as well, as, you know, I, I, I welcome seeing a listener email us. That would be amazing. Uh, lastly, I'd like to point out our giveaway one more time. Don't forget to like, share, and follow our giveaway post so you can get a chance to win some cool stuff. Uh, I know that time's running out quick, so just keep an eye out for that. And we'll be announcing the winner in episode nine. So keep an ear out for that. Uh, And all the information on the giveaway is in the post itself. And there are links in the description to those posts, both on Facebook and Twitter. So feel free to just click on those and it'll take you right to it. I think that's it for today. So stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist.